1: Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools.
0: From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more...
3: Welcome to Cavs HQ, presented by Sherwin Williams. Thank you for joining us on Valley Sports Ohio and the Cavaliers Radio
0: Network. Now, here are your hosts, John Michael and Rafa Hernandez
3: Brito. Time oh! Beneto in the centroid levanta el doble, play tiro, recoge el rebote y la polio. 29 puntos para Yuzang, el triple Camino! Oh, what a call! What a final four! Welcome back! What an honor, my friend. Thank you, thank you. I, I, I once again, I get lucky to to witness probably the one of the best Ooh, basketball games <laughs> ever played. Not it's just the there. finish, it's but the game there. itself. It was just unbelievably well played and and and. I woke up the next morning, and Jensen Lewis, one of our guests from today's show, had tweeted the call. Somebody <laughs> did a mashup of all the different calls with uh, Coogler, with Jim Nance, yeah, and everything. It was great. And you would appreciate this. When I got when I got to the to the hotel, I listened to it, and I was a little upset that my caller guy had jumped all a over bit. me with the, oh! A little oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. But then I hear everybody else's oh. and everybody else's <laughs> yeah. analyst, John over. Your it. guy was a saint compared to the Russian guy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 your your analyst did it perfectly.
0: <laughs> Welcome back. What it was it was wonderful. Thank uh you. great stuff. Speaking of which, we have a jam-packed show. In the first half, Jensen Lewis, Al Pulaski, they're gonna join us from Bally Sports Studios. Ooh. So we're gonna be side by side. Our studio, their studio. Al, by the way, fantastic basketball play-by-play broadcaster for
3: Cleveland State and what a run the Vikings had. Can't what a run they to. had. They ran into Houston in the first round, but I think we, so we, did, we, did, we did know it from else. Joe G, yeah, right. who calls it concrete state. He's an, he's an alum of, of Cleveland State. What a rebuild that uh, they have done with that program.
0: Wonderful. And I can't wait to talk to Al about it. I can't wait to talk to those two uh, about Tribe Baseball as well. That's going to be in the first half. Joseph Gabriel of JosephGabrielOfCavs.com. We're talking Cavs in the second half of the show. It's all straight ahead right here on Cavs HQ. Back here on Cavs HQ presented by Sherwin-Williams coming to you from the depths (laughs) Of Rocket Mortgage Field House,
3: John and Rafa. This is a big day. It's a learning, big, this it's a a learning big day. experience. This is a big day for Cavs HQ. Not only not only that, but also we get to let my grandmother used to say when you want to learn something, mm-hmm. learn from the guys that do it best. From the best. So it's time to it's time it, to go to school. It's time to introduce the best. Yeah, we're going to go from
0: studio to studio. This is groundbreaking <laughs> from, stuff. Uh, from studio A in the basement <laughs> to to the top floor. In the, in <laughs> we are going to welcome in <laughs> Bally Sports Ohio, Bally Sports Ooh. Great Lakes, as well mm-hmm. sister stations. Here they are. Al Pulowski, Jensen Lewis, the great Al and Jensen. Guys, thank you for joining us. You look terrific. It's like public access on your left, (laughs) professionals on your
1: right. (laughs) It is great to be here, fellas. Uh, We can't wait to get going. Thanks so much for the invite, man. It's great to be here with you guys. You got it. And, you know, (laughs) so much to talk about. We talk about
0: basketball. We talk about baseball. Let's talk first college hoops. I mean, Al, we were pumping your tires on the other side of the break. You've done such a phenomenal job for years doing Cleveland State basketball, and how about the season the Vikings had this year?
1: Oh, it was fantastic, John. Yeah, thanks for that. Really appreciated it. And the thing with Cleveland State was this year, I think it was maybe a little bit of a surprise, especially to people outside of Cleveland State University. Mm -hmm. You felt good about Dennis Gage. You felt good about the kids that he has and the the kids he was bringing in. But it really took off this year. You had buy-in. They won a lot of close games. The last five years, guys, they lost 20 or more games the last five seasons until this year. It seemed they were in a lot of close games but lost them this year a lot of wins, which was nice.
4: Yeah, John Ruff, I think the, the one thing and, and I'm now a proud season ticket holder for CSU. I, I know that Al greased the wheels a little <laughs> bit to get there, but you know what what Coach Gates Coach Gates reminded me a lot of Tim Corbin, my my head coach at Vanderbilt in baseball and just the mentality and being able to really fight to the end and, and that to me. I'll pay to go watch uh, kids play for 40 straight minutes. It doesn't (laughs) matter the score. But to see that energy and to
0: see the buy-in – I think a lot of people can be very, very happy to watch this team come next year. Jensen, you know, we're among college basketball broadcasting royalty. Yeah. Two of the four here called NCAA tournament basketball this season. I have to ask you guys, I mean, you know, we've heard some of the calls. Uh, what a special run. And uh, Al, it had to be special for you. Everything considered that you just mentioned to be able to be there and call that first round game.
1: Yeah, it certainly was. First to call Cleveland State's first. Tournament games since yeah. 2009, and then, and then to do it in in, in Indiana this year, and Rafa and I knows too. The only thing is, for these NCAA tournament games, they, they treat visiting r- local radio like you know you really don't need to see the game. We're gonna put you up in the corner here. Good luck with your view. So
3: so we kind of we kind of commiserated on that one. There's only two events that I prepare with binoculars when I do football and when I do college basketball, <laughs> especially the Final Four. You know they played at a spa- at a football stadium and it's just far it, yeah. it, it is really far but it's still one of the best events to cover yes. the, you know the emotion the 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 heartbreak you have to include it as well because it's part of the game but yeah the, I, I don't think there's a better month of, of sports with for, with that like the like the March Madness that obviously ends in April but I I enjoy quite a bit
0: it's a great time for sports and part of that for us guys we talk about it all the time is seeing you uh back you know on television but opening day seeing you guys in the outfield freezing usually (laughs) i actually get cold in my living room i need a blanket i'm like can somebody bring me a blanket these guys look like they're freezing out here but a opening day something special i think a little extra this season jensen right with with fans being around you not all the fans but I think enough, right, to, to make it feel like we're getting back to, to where we need to be.
4: Uh, even if you had 1,000 people yeah, in there, right. I think it would feel like 10,000. I know Al and I, were, we felt so fortunate, obviously, to be back in the ballpark, let alone you'll know, be back for the home opener. It is a national holiday, it feels like, but it is such a local holiday here and something that you know both Al and I growing up here as Cleveland kids, it was always a date that you circled on the calendar. Regardless of what the team was going to look like on paper, it was – we're going to go back to the ballpark. We're going to see the sights. We're going to be able to watch our guys and you know just be around friends and family again. And even with people having to wear masks and socially distance in the stands, you know it was so great to see people come by the set and yeah. they were just people were just so happy to have normalcy of. We get to go to the ballpark again. We get to watch action. And yeah, we were thrilled to be we were in our Eskimo suits. We were ready for everything. We <laughs> home noticed. opener it was 70 degrees when we sat down and after right. the first break it was
3: 47, so we had three seasons and one preseason <laughs> show. It was unbelievable. Speaking of home openers, you mentioned the masks, you mentioned the social distancing, you mentioned the fewer, you know, fans in the stands, but a left-handed starters for the Indians Come on, is this really that big, that that different of a season? He told me that stat. I said, there's no way that that's the right stat. I'm like, you're
0: totally mixed up. There's no chance that that happened. Fill us in, guys.
4: Yeah, you got to go back to TJ House back in 2015 for a left-handed starter to make the opening day roster. And, I mean, that was one of my first full years. Doing the pre and post
1: with Al uh, back when it was Sports Time Ohio. So and the first home opener starter, by the way, I I had some fun with Jensen. The first, or I'm sorry, the last lefty to start a home opener was Scott Lewis. Yeah, that was 2009 when he was on the roster. So we know that's a
3: long time ago.
4: That's back when I had really good hair, nice big long sideburns, and uh, back when I was good looking. It's all been downhill from there.
3: Go ahead. 417 games without a starter, you know, a left-handed starter for the Indians. John didn't believe that stat, but even the Dodgers (laughs) had a longer streak without a left hander. On the mound, so I mm-hmm. think it's unbelievable. If I have a kid and he throws left, he's going to be a pitcher. <laughs> he's a, a good no shot. He only has to throw about 80, 85, and you <laughs> can still have a living in Major League Baseball. If you're
1: right-handed now, you can't throw 90. They don't even look at you. It's just it's not fair to us righties. It really <laughs> is. Guys, the uh, the introductions again. Talking a little bit about opening day, the home opener.
0: That's what always gets me. And again, you said it, Jensen. It doesn't matter who's on the team. There's just something special about it. Al, your sense coming in this season, you know, a different look to this Indians team, but uh, I think there's a lot still to be excited about on this club.
1: Yeah, John, I think you summed it up pretty well. It's a little bit different look. Uh, you're going to have a lot more young players than you've had in the recent past. A lot of them have some great potential, though. They just haven't achieved it yet, of course, but but they're there. I think more so even in the lineup, you've got guys with some high ceilings. Pitching-wise, even though they're young, they're still pretty good. I mean, Shane Bieber is still young, and he's the reigning American League Cy Young Award winner. You've got Zach Plesak and Aaron Savali. They're still young, still can improve, but they've somewhat establish themselves as well. I think the bullpen is going to be special with some of these power arms in the back like Classé and Karinczak. So again, it's going to rely on pitching. I think it's going to come down to how consistent can the lineup be. If they can deliver some hits, that's going to be a good thing and that'll put the team over 500. If they don't hit the ball well, that's going to be the big difference.
4: Yeah guys, and I'll just add on to that, that 13 of the 26 guys on the opening day roster are 25 or younger and it was a point that we made with Rick Manning that for so long, for so many years, you've had these guys really blocked from being able to get consistent playing time because you've had Ramirez Lindor, Jason Kitness, Jan Gomes, you know, as far as position player goes, Carlos Santana. So you're going to have some of those growing pains. And, and much in the same way where you guys have watched, you know, for instance, the backcourt, how Sexton has really started to mature and become a leader. Darius Garland's starting to put some things together. You know, Okoro coming in, trying to find his footing and see where he makes the most impact. I think there's a lot of symmetry between your club and ours that the youth... It's promising. We're looking forward to it. You're going to have to kind of be a parent, though, and be patient and let them go through
3: their growing pains, and then the results will definitely come. So the Indians finally got a left-handed starter, and they also have fire coming out from the bullpen. Is it true that the last guy to throw over 100 miles an hour was Jensen Lewis coming off the bullpen?
4: Yeah, yeah, I was I was
3: in my car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, class a,
4: class a, I remember I remember watching him throw his bullpen, you know, last year before COVID hit uh, when we were out there in February. And, you know, when Kerry Wood was signed for us, it was a different sound, you know, when he would throw 98. And, and you just hear the glove pop a different way. You can hear it from the pfp fields and we're like oh that's woody now we know who's throwing (laughs) the same thing's going to be when you watch classe up close and personal i mean it's it's nearly impossible to be able to time up you know 101 as it is but then be able to throw a cutter and you've got two plane movements so late i mean he he is going to be a joy to watch and i think we feel very fortunate that that kluber trade ends up turning
1: into a guy that we think we can really rely on for a lot of years to come. Yeah, extra special arm indeed. It's going to be fun to watch, to watch the gas that's going to be coming out of the bullpen this year and probably for the next couple. Now, again, if we can get that offense to be a little bit more yeah. consistent. But I guess it's just like basketball, too. If the offense can be consistent in the NBA and for the Cavs, you know, you can win a lot of games, too, but you've got to have that consistency. Right. And right now, that's, that's the question mark.
0: No question, guys. Uh, we certainly appreciate it. We're up against a break. Can you stick around for one more segment? Sure. All bad. right. We'll be back here on Public Access TV. Back here on Cavs <laughs> HQ. Right after this, we'll invite the professionals, Alan Jensen, back for one more segment. <laughs> We are back here on our new network, Valley Sports Ohio. This is Cavs HQ. Great to have Alan Jensen with us. Keeping him around for one more segment. I know that you wanted to talk to them about
3: a friend of our show. Yes. friend of my broadcast. Actually, uh, Roberto Perez, guys, came to um, do a game with me. The Warriors were playing, and I kept trying to get him involved in the broadcast. And after, like, half of the first quarter, he goes, you know what? You do the game. Let me watch the game. Can I set this up a little bit?
0: This wasn't any game. This was the NBA Finals, right? Rafa has so much carte blanche that he can bring whoever he wants. Oh, hey, Roberto Perez, you want to join me for, I don't know, the NBA Finals? So he... Perez was the analyst. And yes. then about halfway through, he said, you know what? Halfway through the first <laughs> quarter, he know Stop talking watch. to me. <laughs> I, watch, and the I game. watch the game? <laughs>
4: See, Rafa, he's going to have a lot more respect calling a baseball game, pretty much rolling out of bed for him, calling an NBA Finals game, now all of a sudden the sweat, you know, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? I love it, though.
1: Yeah, Burdo is fantastic. He's one of our favorites. He's, he's now one of the guys with seniority here yeah, yeah. with the Indians, but uh, and, he's been a fantastic guy to have around. He really is. That's has.
3: what I wanted to ask you about because he's definitely one of the leaders now in the in the clubhouse. He's a quiet guy, but he looks more like a GQ. He, I think he's competing with Kevin Love <laughs> for the co. Of GQ now with all the LBs that he lost. But it is incredible to see. I love the fact that he got his gold glove at the beginning of the game on opening day. But Bebo Perez, he is for sure one of the fan favorites.
4: Yeah, Rafa, I had a great conversation with him last year just on you know the intricacies of pitch calling, presentation. You know, being able to to really expand the strike zone. But his hitting, and this was just a couple of years ago, Al, mm-hmm. we are just talking about his ability to go to right center field, and that's when you know he's really locked in, letting the ball get yep. deep in the strike zone. But you throw it down and in, as you saw in Detroit, in the ninth inning there on opening day, uh, he's going to absolutely punish the baseball. And you mentioned a weight loss. You talk about guys being able to be a bit more mobile. You know, Sandy Alomar really was w- very strong with him in spring training and saying, okay, hey, that's great. But remember, you got to get through 162 games and you're used to having, you know, that extra weight to be able to block some balls and be able to get you through. A lot of times guys will come into camp, maybe a tick overweight quote-unquote because you know you're going to shed the weight as you go through the marathon of the season so that'll be the fascinating thing for me to watch he's been so good with the pitching staff obviously the gold glove let's see if that translates to a little bit more power in the offense being able to get that core involved being able to get through the ball a little bit more that'll be what I'll be watching as well
1: and staying healthy that's a big one for him too because a couple of years ago when he was healthy for most of the season he had 24 home runs Mm -hmm. so if he can stay healthy I mean a 25 homer maybe 80 to 90 runs batted in Incredible. out of his possession. Okay. Yeah, that's you could be looking at that. But uh, when Berto's healthy, he can be dangerous with the stick. Okay, so what is it,
0: guys, when you have a shift like that? I mean, this is more than an uptick, you know, that we've seen in terms of his batting average and in terms of what he's done. When you look at the last couple of years, is it a mindset, Jensen, like being able to take the ball to right? Is it health? Uh, you know, is it more mental or is it more something he's doing, tweaking physically that, that leads to a huge jump like we've seen in Roberto Perez at the plate.
4: Yeah, baseball players, we are we are weird people because they're, they're he's really
1: weird. By the way, I can attest
4: to that. <laughs> everybody, everybody, you know, kind of goes about things a different way. That's the beauty of our game. You don't have to do things the way everyone else does. For Roberto, and just kind of watching him in his career here. When he allows the ball to get deep and he's balanced in the box, where you're not seeing him maybe lunge a little bit or he's trying to be over aggressive because you look up at the scoreboard and you see what your batting average is, that's always the balance between guys early in the season and then realizing, hey, I've put in the T work, I've put in the cage work, I feel good in early BP. For him, I, I believe that he's at peace now because there was a time when you yeah. know, Jan Gomes was here and Jan was having the right. the lion's share of the starting yeah. time. That plays mentally with guys because you go 0 for 4 with a couple of punch-outs, you're like, when am I getting back in the lineup? Right. You know, that's the last impression I left my manager. So, he is at peace, I think, now. And as Rafa kind of alluded to, he knows he's a leader now. He knows he's a guy that has the command not only of the staff, but that clubhouse as well.
3: Yeah. And, and how, how lucky is he? Because he's not afraid to say it. He's actually proud to say to have sandy alomar in his ear every day guiding him to how to get through the season everything that sandy has done has been great except we have not been able to get bevel to come out on a bike with us and ride it around (laughs) cleveland good luck good (laughs) luck yeah
1: Yeah, no kidding that's you know that's a great point too on sandy because he's such a resource to have here and i mean he's truly a cleveland guy uh sandy has been here you know as a player for so long then as a coach. Sometimes managers, he filled in for Tito last year, but he was so good at catcher. Sandy really was too. And again, injuries at the end of the day were what really slowed him down catching-wise. But as far as talking to somebody of how to call a game, how to frame pitches, how to block pitches, how to with that quick release down to second base on the steals, there's no better resource than Sandy Alomar, and that has helped Roberto a lot. I know it's going to help Austin Hedges a lot, and these two guys already are two of the best defensive catchers in all of baseball. So. Having a guy like Alomar, it's scary. They, you, you can make him even better.
4: Yeah, I'll, I'll just add one more thing to that, fellas, as a pitcher. When you know that Birdo is going to present in the strike zone to where an umpire trusts him because he is a gold glover, much in the same way when you watch Yadier Molina with the Cardinals for so many years, he's stealing strikes you know, on the black, <laughs> off the plate. I mean, no one else gets that, but it's that rapport. It's that respect. Yeah. And as a reliever, especially when you're coming in, guys on base... You know he's going to shut down a running game because you don't run on Babo. We already know <laughs> yeah. that. And then also to be able to block the ball. He hadn't had a pass ball in, two, in over two years. Crazy. So you, you feel confident to throw anything at any time because you know he's going to be a concrete wall.
0: Guys, quickly before we let you go, we have about 60 seconds remaining. Speaking of the coaching stuff, I have to ask you about one of my favorite people, not only, in my opinion, the best skipper on the planet, one of the best humans as well. How's Tito doing? He's doing as well as he possibly can. Yeah.
4: He's if he's at a ballpark, then he's 100% yeah. healthy. That's that's all he cares about. You know, I, I think for him last year it wore on him so much to not be there because. That really gives him energy to be in the clubhouse, be around the staff yeah. and the players. But, hey, he's got the boot on, he's on the mend, and we hope he's going to be here for the whole year. He
1: just sounds a lot better, too. Last year, you could tell just in his voice and yeah. in his mannerisms he was hurting a lot. But this year, he just has a little bit more energy, sounds better. As Jensen said, if he's around baseball, he's a happy guy.
3: We love talking baseball with him. He loves talking basketball with us. Yeah. We just talk basketball. He loves it. Yeah, he
1: <laughs> goes to <the> NBA <laughs> games during the winter all the time. He talks about it. Yeah, he loves basketball.
0: Hey, guys, uh, really a pleasure. we got to do this again. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Uh, You know, we we, we tell you, we talk about it all the time, uh, what a terrific job these guys do. Thank you uh, for being in our living rooms uh, every day, basically, (laughs) uh, during the summer. So, uh, hey, keep it up, Al Jensen. We certainly appreciate it. Thank you guys, too. You guys
1: do a tremendous job. Same thing here in the winter. We're watching the Cavaliers uh, while we're waiting for baseball season. So, watch great it, job. Watch them
3: on sap. Put, your SAP. put your second audio. You every this? once in a while, I, 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 I got
1: to hear both of you guys, right. You buenísimo,
3: buenísimo, mi amigo. Body Sports has SAP. It's Español.
0: You get there tired you of Austin and me, you have an option. It's, it's, <laughs> always, it's only a click away. Hey, thanks, guys. You got it. You got it. More Cavs HQ right after this. <laughs>
2: Cavs HQ
3: is brought to you by Sherwin-Williams, the official paint and coatings partner of the Cleveland Cavaliers, and by Huntington. If you need guidance on your money right now,
1: talk to Huntington. Welcome.
0: Well, as you know by now, involvement in the community is a cornerstone of the Cavaliers organization as Cavs Academy, Cavs' official youth basketball program, has announced the dates and locations of its 2021 summer tour throughout Ohio and Pennsylvania it's for boys and girls ages 3 to 16. Now, the Cavs Academy 2021 Summer Tour features one-, two-, and three-day camps, weekly small group training sessions, and Cavalittles clinics for even the smallest of Cavs fans. Registration for all Cavs Academy events is now open at Cavsyouth.com slash summer tour. That's Cavsyouth.com slash tour. Cavs in the community is brought to you by Discount Drug Mart. We'll be back with the second half of Cavs HQ right after this. The disco version. They broke
3: out the mirror ball
0: for our guests. Apparently. (laughs) Half number two of (laughs) Cavs HQ. Not sure what that has to do with the show, but back we are. Ready to talk a little Cavaliers. Had Al Pulowski and Jensen Lewis in the first half. Talking a little NCAA basketball. Yes. Talking a little Indians baseball. Cavs, hoops, straight ahead. Cavs.com. Joe Gabriel going to join us. Friend of founder the show. Of yeah. Joe
3: Grabe, founder of Joe Gabriel. Founder of... Cavs.com. Cavs.com and Wine and Gold Radio Podcast, and inventor of the internet. No, It wasn't Al Gore. It Hmm. was Joe Gabriel. Well, every
0: time he comes on the show, he has something new. That's part of of what he does. Let's invite him in. We don't know what it is Hmm. each and every week. We just react, and sometimes it (laughs) works, and other times it doesn't. And here he is. And he
3: already started with the mirror ball. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: And we got it going with the disco ball in this segment. Joe Gabriel, good to see you.
2: Yeah, hey, guys.
0: Yeah, hey. Coming to us from the Alamo as the Cavs <laughs> just completed a nice trip to uh, San Antonio. Darius Garland, how about Darius? 37 points, Joe Gabriel, on fire from the opening tip.
2: Yeah, he came out all business last night. That was so good to see because, you know, again, the team responds to his point guard. And uh, he just came out ready to go. I think he scored the, his first first Cavs first nine points. And then just went from there It never slowed down. The thing I liked best about uh, Darius and the Cavs last night, that third quarter, they they put their foot on the gas in the third quarter and uh, just stayed on it. You know, uh, so I loved it. I, I loved last night. I really loved what I saw.
0: They're on the television side here on Valley Sports Ohio. You see the numbers. From Garland, he wasn't hunting shots either, Rafa. You know, he, he was scoring his points, but he was getting his teammates involved, and everything was happening organically. It's not like he was he was looking to continue to up his uh, career high once he hit it early in the second. And what half. I
3: like about what looking reading on the post game and, and and looking at the box score, Joe, is in the in the morning shoot around when he met with the media, he talked about making sure that they got off to a good start and making sure that they came out of the locker room in the, in the second half, which is has been something that the cat has been dealing with throughout mm-hmm. the season. And he definitely kept, you know, kept his word. And like JB said, they know he has that in him. It's just a matter of have, making him to keep showing that night in and night out.
2: Well, I mean, and he, and he has talked about this and that he's a quiet guy. He's not a fire. He's not a Chris yeah, too. He's a quiet kind of guy. And I wonder if getting thrown out in the game before, (laughs) if I wonder, you know, because sometimes players play better when they're a little angry and a little on edge and, you know, he got tossed and in a way it was good to see angry Darius because you always see him kind of, he's mellow, he's smiling, he's happy all the time. It was like, it was good to see him on edge last night and that's how he played.
0: That was in Miami. He was ejected. Got one technical, but was ejected Ooh, from the game. And he claimed mm-hmm. he's still wondering. We're still what waiting happened. for. Yes, we're still <laughs> waiting for an explanation. <laughs> that uh, has not yet been given. All right, Joseph, what do you have this week? We are. Uh, uh-oh. He has his. I like those glasses. His ladies' glasses are ready to go. <laughs> oh, All right, let's that's, go.
2: We're that's ready. not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in honor of Valleys, I figured we do like a little grab bag, a little bit of everything. Ooh. All right. Let's just start with uh, the traditional over/under. All right. Um, the number is uh, four and a half. Uh, four and a half games for the rest of the season that Darius and Colin will combine for fifty points. Ooh, that's a good one. At, at the
3: time of taping, twenty-two games to go. How many times they done it this year? At least twice that I count that I can remember. Twelve at home, ten. Well, against the Spurs, the twice at least. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'll, I'll say over. S- I will say over, too. I'm going to say over. I'm, I'm aggressive on the way that both have been played. You know, I mean, Collins good for 20 a night.
3: And also because you hope that we finally make that turn on the health side. Right. With Kevin coming back right. with Delhi coming back. And Delhi not only comes off the bench and gives them minutes, but also helps Darius when it comes to managing the game and, and, and staying on his ear. And I think that's something. It's a voice that Darius respects. And he's a voice that, 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 doesn't, that doesn't do anything other than help Darius Garland. I think
0: it's a great point, too. You know, Joseph, how J.B. Bickerstaff at times this season has been splitting up, although Garland and Sexton will start together. One or the other will come out early, and they'll mix and match in that way. With Del Vadova back on the floor – Collins getting two or three easy buckets a game. I mean, layup yes. easy buckets a game. Yes. That's been a very healthy combination. And then you mentioned Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that opens everything up. You know, defenses have to respond to the threat of love either on the perimeter or down on the block. And it has reaped benefits for the Cavalier offense over the few games that we've seen it so far this season. But I think not just the return of love, but the return of Della Vadova is going to help in that department as well. And then you
3: hope Javid and Nance well, right. Jr. come back as yeah. well. So I, I'll, I'll take the over on that one. Me too. Man. To I the bank.
2: That. Yeah. We have over. Yeah, I would too. Uh, okay, we have a new game uh, this week. <laughs> uh, win, place, or show. I don't know if you guys have ever been to a horse track. Once or twice. Yeah, yeah. Bet the horses <laughs> <laughs> do twice? Okay. yeah <laughs> okay so let's do a dunk contest say a Cavs practice wraps up we got a dunk contest between the calves and they take it kind of seriously say there's some bread on the table uh a Broderick Thomas Larry Nance jr Lamar Stevens or Colin Sexton win place show so we have to name who comes in first second
0: and third yeah win yep. plays the show all right. Well, I mean, I, I'll start with win. I got Nance. Nance Jr. <laughs> I, you, I was going to say. Now you have the hard part. I was going to say it would be
3: disrespectful, <laughs> right, not to put twenty-two up there in the win column Sweet. because I mean he is. Nance is
0: a lock. That's you a, gotta
3: take him from him. Yeah. To in order to be put in that in that win co- column, so His, I, I, we yeah. go with Nance His Jr. His odds
0: are one to one, three to two tops. I and mean, I, Nance is an odds-on favorite there.
3: I I got to tell you, for the place, I'm going with Lamar Stevens. I love his, his his athleticism. I love his energy, and I, I would like to see him in a in a scenario where he can actually get creative. You know, his book is Lamar's Climbing, and the book he's gonna write with me is Lamar's Still Climbing. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm going with Lamar for the place. I'll put a Coro in the top
0: three, but. I'd like to see more of Broderick Thomas. We haven't, this season, we haven't been to practice. We've talked about this a number of times. Nobody, right. Nobody, media, you know, broadcasters don't get to go to practices. So we only see little stretches of Broderick Thomas. And he is one athletic, long-armed individual. I'd like to see a little bit more. But I'll put, for now, I'll put Okoro up in the top three, win, place, and show. Do you guys agree with Stevens,
3: though? yeah Who's Steve, your top, So Steven, we, have?
0: Have, we'll, we have Stevens in there as well so let's say let's say if we're agreeing together Nance Stevens, Nance, Stevens
2: Acoro. and of yeah. yeah because you we have not been to able agree. huh you don't need to agree by the way I know I think we do on But this we, one. we
3: have not been I how can you not agree with the fact that we haven't seen Broderick Thomas except for the few minutes that he's on the court so we don't really get to see what no. he can do with the ball when he's just you know so that's our, right that's our one two three what's next
2: Okay, now let's go with a pickup. Uh, next year, All-Star Game in Cleveland, 2022, uh, All-Star Game in Cleveland. Who represents the Cavs? I have uh, the choice of uh, Sexton, Garland, Nance Jr., or Jared Allen, uh, or other. I mean, it doesn't have to be those guys, but who represents the Cavs uh, out, of those, out of that group? That's an
0: interesting question. Cavs are on the clock, by the way. We are. It is the uh, we have the countdown. The, the calendar is, has started already now hours. Yes. And
3: uh, you know, the preparations long underway. Can't wait <laughs> for that. I, go ahead. I'm going from where, what I hope it, 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 what I hope happens. Not, not much like what I think will happen, but I think having Jared Allen start the season with us, I would love to see him. Make it to the All Star game as a Cavalier, especially since he is definitely the core of the foundation of our future. I would love to see that. And you cannot have an All Star game in 2022 without Larry Nance Jr. There's no way that Larry Nash Jr. with his twenty two cannot be involved in some shape or form.
0: Yeah. In, I would in, agree in the All Star game. I like the only reason I would not like Larry's chances to the regular game is that, that it's so He's based roles. on numbers. Yes. It's so it's so much of it is based on numbers, that's
3: just not what Larry does. He just doesn't put up huge numbers in terms of points. But remember this is a popularity contest I and mean, we you and and Joe G have millions of followers on Twitter <laughs> and you're gonna get your fans, all of Wine and Gold Nation to go out and vote for our guys.
0: I think if we're talking odds, I think the odds out of the group that you pick, Colin Sexton, yeah. would have to be the odds-on favorite to potentially, in his fourth season, take that next step, especially the way he's been improving, and make the All-Star game, Joseph, right here in Cleveland. Okay,
2: do we want to go? Do we want to keep going.
0: You know what? Let's take. We'll take a quick break. You have more, right? Mm-hmm. More Joe, Yeah, more <laughs> Joe G. Right after this, right here on Cavs HQ, the presented Wolf. by Sherwin Williams. Cavs HQ rolls on.
3: Talk a little more uh, cavalier. Can, can I change my answer? To what? To which question? I think it would be great if next next year, also again, we have Sexton, Love, and Larry Nance 2022. There you go.
0: Sounds good. Name for the All-Star game. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Ne-
3: Sexton, Love, and, and Nance Jr. Yeah. All right. 2020, 2022. W- whatever you say. Yeah. <laughs> whatever you say. Let's welcome back in Joe
0: Gabriel of Cavs.com. Rafa's changing his answers here, Joe. Well, you were away. Uh, let's just continue. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> again, for those who are a little bit new to the show, Joe brings something every week. Keep on rolling, Joe. What do we got?
2: Okay, let's do a win place show. Um, right. And this was kind of fun to look up because of the guys who aren't in this. But uh, you guys are both broadcasters. Yes. Former Cavalier okay. and current broadcaster. Uh would you most like to work with? And I'll give you the list here. Uh
3: Austin Carr. That's
2: it. Forget about it. No, no, no. I mean, ah, again, okay. <laughs> aside from our guys. Uh, Jimmy Jackson, Kendrick Perkins, Shaquille O'Neal, Walt Frazier, Wally Zerbiak, or Richard Jefferson.
0: <laughs> How about that Win list? place or show. Oh, boy. Give,
2: the list. give me the list one more time. Okay. List is Jimmy Jackson, yep. Kendrick Perkins, Shaquille O'Neal and I'm going to throw Steve Kerr on this list too. All right, Steve, uh, Walt Frazier, Wally Zerbiak, Richard Jefferson.
0: I'll start. Big perk. <laughs> carry on. <laughs> I think
3: you have to say "carry on" when you say "big perk." I
0: take Kendrick Perkins. Isn't it funny that he was here near the end of his career, and of all people that you would have guessed, you know, five years previous would have zero interest in ever becoming a broadcaster. (laughs) He he might have been number one. one in the whole league. He
3: has improved. So, oh, he's so much. He's
2: great. And could,
3: yeah, he is. Why is it that I'm also scared to listen to him? Like, I'm worried, I'm worried, like, like if I was actually boxing <laughs> well, him out or something.
0: I'm a little, yes. When you ask that question, you'll work with him, you know, you're still in arm's reach. Yeah. Does that mean we can work on this side of the glass <laughs> or? I, <laughs> I work with medicine. Jim Jackson,
3: and he's a really cool dude, so I won't include him on the list, but I think. From what I saw during this last tournament, from Wally Zerbiak, I really like what mm-hmm. I really like his work. So I would like to work with him, and because he's from a Miami of Ohio, mm-hmm. I always get Ohio and Miami of Ohio confused. And for some people, you know, some some of my friends don't like yeah, the don't, fact that don't do that around yeah, here. So I kind of I found out that he's not funny, and no, so he's funny. funny to me. No, it's, <laughs> it's not funny.
0: For somebody who's who's accustomed to getting outdressed by Austin on a regular basis, I guess that puts Clyde Frazier on yeah. my list. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be anything new to get out dressed again on a on a nightly basis. So uh,
3: I'll be terrified to work with him because I would need a wouldn't need that the sorrows would me. Like with, <laughs> with, with, with all the all their words. My green
0: just keeps rolling. He just he just rolls. <laughs> he just keeps going. That's a good I like that, Joseph. There you go. There's three from okay. us.
2: Uh let's say uh this next one is just gonna be straight odds. Right. Uh, four to one and we'll go back to Jared Allen, four to one that Jared wins the field goal percentage. Uh, title this year, no Cavs ever won it, and if he does, uh, he's at 623 now. He would be the Cavs all-time single-season leader. So, no. um, four to one, he's trailing Rudy Gobert and uh, Rashawn Holmes.
0: Yeah, that's that's a hard one to win. It's a hard one, to and he's been bobbing around that number one spot, in and out, in and out of the list. First off, hopefully Jerry gets back on the floor. We wish him nothing but the best uh, in terms of dealing with that concussion. But man, he's always going to be right around the league leaders. Always, if you give me four to one odds, I'll take it, Joe. If that's what you're saying, that's four to one. If I'm going to Vegas, now have to take I'm it on take four it. to one I'm odds for it. sure. If you're asking me straight up, if I think he wins it, I think because there's there's a lot of people in there, it's that's a tough tough call to I'm make. I'm telling you, four to one, I'm down. I take it for sure.
3: Rudy Gobert makes sense for that category because you know he's always on, in the in the restrictive area when he's touching the ball. Richwan Holmes. I, I just never thought not only his shot is a little odd, but he makes Yeah, he makes a it's lot like a, it's like a Joaquin Noah <laughs> in the paint. Yeah. I'll tell you why it's gonna be
0: to me rough for Jared. You know, I mean he's done that before. He's he's you know, won that title before. But because he's playing more minutes as a Cavalier, now he's a full-time starter, right? With the Nets in and out of that starting lineup, comes to the Cavs, same thing at first. Now he is the starter. You get more minutes, you're going to get – it's not going to be just putbacks. It's not going to be just dunks. He's going to be taking more shots. Makes it a little more difficult to do. But i take 4-1, to Joe.
2: Okay, here's my last one now. All right. And, you know, this kind of goes back – this is a straight-up bet. Uh, This goes back – to the days of Vitaly Potapenko and Rafa in the arm wrestling contest yeah.
0: <laughs> I forgot about Rafa that. ducked him yeah he the whole sure time did he, was here. he sure did uh
2: so this one is if you put Colin Sexton at one baseline and Rafa at half court <laughs> who wins the foot race to, to
3: the, the, the other baseline b- to the other
2: baseline yeah. i do
3: yeah i, I okay. i'm sneaky that's fast that's a big head start joe
0: that's a big okay. head start. I'll beat him uh, from is, the free throw I'm, line. I'm
2: you, Rafa. I'm saying I don't know what's a good, what's a good head start. The top of the circle.
0: Usain Bolt might not get him from mid court. That's I, <laughs> I'll take it from the free throw line. There's no way you win if you're on the same free throw line if he's in the baseline. There is no okay. way you beat Collins. How about Sears? with
2: a basketball in his hands? <laughs> oh, forget oh, it! Robin now he doesn't even make it. To now you,
3: I can throw the ball and chase it. <laughs> Do I have to bounce it? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, in the dunk in the dunk contest, they don't bounce the ball; they just <laughs> they just hold it. Now
0: that's a good question. They both have to dribble. To, they both have to dribble to that. the okay, other baseline. Okay. Now, now it's close.
3: Now it tightens with up with the proper warm up. With the proper warm up. <laughs> I take him from the free throw line. I don't think I can beat him straight up, w- dribbling or not dribbling. No, no, forget about dribbling. Yeah, All right, I, uh, <laughs> no, no, straight up. Okay,
2: no, I'm saying okay. Then I'm saying dribbling because I'm saying dribbling. No way. I mean, Colin would smoke me. Yes. John, right. I wouldn't make it. Yeah, me. but
3: half court is, I believe, too much of an advantage. Dribbling, I think it's close. If you're dribbling from half court and he's dribbling full court, I think it's close. No. <laughs> Come
0: on. I'm just saying. I think. It's I'll, close. I, I'll. I beat him dribbling with my feet. Okay, here we go. Yeah. It's a good qu- it's an excellent question though, Joseph. I, I I'll take the challenge. With Colin, I'm taking I'm take with the ball, I'm taking Colin.
3: And because it's COVID, we can time Co- we can time Colin from the baseline I and mean, then we time myself from yeah, the baseline. That's, free- that's
0: all we need, Colin sprinting and getting injured. Yeah, for this, yeah right for yeah. this stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful idea, both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's run it
3: past the coaching staff. I'm sure it'll fly. Yeah, <laughs> not
2: yet.
0: Joe. Anything else before we say goodbye? That's all we got. All
3: right. I got something. Wine and Gold Radio on Cavs. on Spotify. Everywhere you are everywhere you consume your podcast, mm. Wine and Gold Radio. Here is the founder of the podcast, and we're actually looking to have a very, very popular guest on the next episode. Mm. Sounds good. Yes,
0: sounds good. Thanks as always, Joe. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. We will be back right after this to wind things up here on Cavs HQ. Back on Cavs HQ, presented by Sherwin-Williams, Valley Sports Ohio on the television side, simulcast on the Cavaliers radio network. April is packed. May is packed. It is a sprint to the finish line for the Cavaliers.
3: It is a wild schedule if you look at it. We had three one-game homestands. Two two game hometowns. (laughs) is it a homestand when it's one game? I don't know. (laughs) I've never thought about it. I mean, it it isn't. They went to the West Coast. They came home for one. They go back out. They come home for two. And then they go back. They they go away for one. They come back to, to face the Warriors. But the interesting part is that they finish, we finish April with two home games. But that's the beginning of eight of nine at home when we go into May. So it's just a matter of making it through this. Marathon, which is the month of April. There you see it on the TV side. Six
0: of the nine games in May are inside the friendly confines of Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. We still haven't seen the Wizards. We still haven't seen the Mavericks. So a couple of new teams uh, coming up the rest of the way. Superstars. What's fun about the new format Everybody's still in it, man. I well, mean, that's it, what it
3: is. That's why you got to make it through this and enjoy that home cooking in, in the month of May. Who, who knows? Yeah, I mean, we still at a, a stone throw.
0: It has been fun thus far. It will be fun the rest of the way. And it's always fun right here on Cavs HQ. For Rafa, I'm John. So long, everyone. Adios.
3: Cavs HQ was brought to you by Sherwin-Williams the official paint and coatings partner of the Cleveland Cavaliers. And by Huntington, if you need guidance on your money right now, talk to Huntington. Welcome.